0: Hey guys, this is Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz.
1: And I'm Montana.
0: We got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> I don't even know where to we start. We really do. <laughs> we, we, it's 8 o'clock we're just starting the podcast because we've been like talking and like...
1: Well, let's start with that. We'll talk about Tea Time and
0: Patreon. Yes. Okay. So guys, we just did... Not one, but two tea times. One will be all access. We're going to post it on our Instagram and on our TikTok. But the other one, which we hint at in the first one, is only for patrons.
1: Do you want to hit what it is?
0: Yeah. So, what do we even say? Demon, whistling, sleepover at Montana's. Did we have a pillow fight? Stay tuned to find out.
1: Well, you have to join Patreon to find out
0: exactly. You guys got to join Patreon if you want to know what happened, what drove me to here in the middle of the night. If we slept in the same bed, not new, we did it in Salem, <laughs> <laughs> and what happened after and before. Um, I will say it's very scary. Um, and I'm just very glad she was awake and she had a feeling she needed to be so, but we're not telling you anything else. You gotta, uh, gotta join yeah. Patreon.
1: But the other tea time is the past life regression. Mm -hmm. So for the anonymous email, Mm -hmm. we went and did the past life regressions. So things you want requests, this is what we do. We did it. We went to mm -hmm. go do it and we decided to just talk about it on Patreon. But that one will be free to anyone that wants to listen to it. And the good part about tea time is you see our faces when we talk.
0: Yeah, I think we have pretty great facial expressions.
1: Yeah, so for all my friends that said they're caught up on our podcast and need more, mm-hmm. well, you get like many extra episodes on Patreon.
0: And like just silly weird stuff too.
1: Yeah, you get some weird little pictures on there yeah. with their wolf ears.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I was going to say like um, I might go home and record like sexy poetry and like do some for Patreon. I
1: think you should. I will. Because if that doesn't – come on, guys
0: sexy poetry yeah yeah i'm gonna just talk in my sexy voice yes it's not this one I'll tell you that much
1: also uh my dog is on my lap so mm-hmm. if you hear him sighing or snoring i can't get him, him off because he's so heavy and we have so many dogs at my house right now
0: I'm just so glad they all chilled out. Yeah,
1: because I have my two dogs. I have my brother's dog, and Mm -hmm. then Liz has
0: Graham, our little mascot. Yeah.
1: But he's passed out right now. So it's been a little – we've had to break up some fights.
0: I just love how Grim is staring at the door. Like, I think he's, like, so triggered by, like, what's been happening in the house. Poor baby.
1: This is a perfect night to do a spooky episode because there's storms here right now. So it's, like, literally a dark and stormy night. And if you hear my door and and the background slamming, it's because it's opening and closing on its own.
0: It's creepy out there. It creeps you out like crazy. Mm. And, I mean, this episode is going to be creepy as hell. I'm glad we're not doing it at the other house. I'm glad we're not doing it over there.
1: Yeah, because I was like, what house do you want to do tonight? You're like, "Yours." I'm going to your house. Too many entities at my house.
0: There's so fucking many. They're all over. Theo told me that there's a lot more out there. You want to know who Theo is? Stay tuned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get on and Patreon. Get on Patreon. <laughs>
0: it's the only way yeah. you'll know.
1: Uh, we do have emails. So we do? Yeah. So, last week... Uh, I got on the flash that he needed to email us yeah. about how he got his name. Cause again, on the Appalachian trail, you are given a trail name. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read his email, which I'm happy he sent one. So thank you. Thanks. All right. Hey ladies. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah. Honored to have helped inspire new podcast description. Oh yeah. Cause we changed our description.
0: Oh, sex and yeah.
1: Thanks, Flash. <laughs> we, we did you. change it. Um, Montana mentioned that hikers don't use the real names on the trail. On the second night of my Appalachian Trail hike, I was camped in an area that was overcrowded with hikers like myself. After being bundled up in my sleeping bag and trying to fall asleep, the need to pee hit me hard. Being that it was mid-March, it was already dark out, but still fairly early in the evening, so there were a lot of hikers hanging out and socializing. I turned my headlamp on and proceeded to the nearest tree to relieve my full bladder and being half asleep and just unaware, left my headlamp shining bright (laughs) while looking down to see where I was aiming. Thus... Thus spotlighting my member for all to see.
0: Uh, I love how I said member, too. That's like a romance novel thing.
1: <laughs> it only took half a second of nearby chuckling to realize what was
0: happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and
1: I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying to get through this. <laughs> all right. Thus, Brian was no more and the Flash was born since I had just literally flashed everyone in camp. <laughs> the trail gave me that name, and thousands of miles later, I still claim it as a badge of honor. Hope you enjoyed the laugh, Brian the Flash Carpenter.
0: I love that. <laughs> that's fucking hysterical. Like, I would do something stupid like that, you know, just like half his way, be like, uh, you know? Oh,
1: I, um, that's hilarious. Oh my God. I, this is why I want him to tell it because I told him, I was like, I feel like you can set the scene.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, better, yeah, yeah. better
1: than I could. And he said he got his trail name on the second night. The second night. When That's like crazy. Did, when did you get yours? I don't, I think it took a week. So. Hence, my name is Montana. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have one yet. So when everyone's like, this is Montana, they're like, Oh, that's an interesting trail name. Like, are yeah. you from Montana? And it's like, No, Montana is my name. Yeah. So everyone thought it was my trail name. And then one day, I was hiking and the sky was just like, what's up, big sky. And then that's how big sky was born.
0: Cause it like Montana is known as like the Big Sky State, yeah, or something, right. Okay. Because I
1: think he knew my name was already Montana, and yeah. I think he thought it was my trail name, and, but he was just like, "Hey, what's up, Big Sky?" I love that. And then that's, yeah, solid. It kind of became an inside joke since everyone thought Montana was my trail name, and they're yeah. just like, "Oh, that's so interesting." Yeah, that's cool. It's not as cool as the flashes though. Which? Well, you know. which I think flash, don't you have like another story that you had to go out and pee again? You pee a lot, guy. But you <laughs> same. <laughs> that you left your tent and you came back. I think this was you that there was a huge spider. Like, on your mattress thing. Uh, like, you said it was pretty big, and I think you said that you didn't know which was scarier, the fact that if it crawled in there, or it was already in there.
0: Oof. Yeah. I don't know. That, that mm, Not great. <laughs> Not great. This is why I don't... Oops, sorry. This and is I think I
1: he did, like, the actual size of it, and it was pretty big. Oh, <laughs> I think that was you. I think that was you. Mm. Tell me if I'm wrong. All right. Well, thank you for the email. That's hilarious.
0: We got so many emails this week. We so did. So we're going to have to do, like, one or... We're going to to do two next week and two this week.
1: Yeah. So we'll do the Amazing. other email right before we get into um, our topic. Which Yeah.
0: Is- so... Yeah, it's kind of perfect. Kind of perfect.
1: But thanks, Flash. Love you.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a good story.
1: I know. I think that's
0: hilarious. Mm-hmm. I kind of want my own nickname now, but I have so many nicknames. Anymore. You gotta go hiking. Someone has to give it to you. You can't give it yourself. <sighs> what? I mean, Laura gave me Spell Bell, so I'm gonna stick with that. That would work. Does I you still have a client? There? I have a client. He's known me because he used to be Julie's high school teacher, and like, so he still calls me Spell, like years later so See, I was like hey, I spell. love
1: spell for you
0: I that's know. such a good nickname I love it when people call me spell do you mean to start calling you spell oh, call me spell I'll call you big sky Take okay it. I'll call you spell Montana you got any other shout outs this
1: week I do actually mm-hmm. I do I told them I'd shout them out mm-hmm. so do you remember I think it was like two episodes ago mm-hmm. where I put chips in the bartender's car yes and he didn't know it yes and how me and my co-worker were laughing picturing all the birds on his car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like going to town mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the other day
0: mm-hmm.
1: i leave work and guess what's on my car what's on your car Bill? <laughs> what's on your car a bunch of bird food uh-huh he, he got talented with it. He put it around my car.
0: He put it on top of my car. Because he listened to the podcast.
1: Yep, he listened to the podcast. Yeah, because
0: your friend was like, you listen to the podcast? Yeah, yeah so
1: Bailey, I'll shout you out too because you wanted nice. one. Bailey texted him that we were talking about him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So he asked what podcast. Mm-hmm. And she told him. And then I was like, hey, did he say anything about it? And she was like, no, he didn't reply. I, I highly doubt he listened to it. I'm like, probably not. And then literally like an hour later, I go out there and there's a bunch of bird like food on my car. And I'm it. like, yep, he listened to it. And then Bailey was like, can I actually have this for my bird? <laughs> I <was> like, sure. <laughs> that works out. So shout out to Ryan. Shout out. Now I feel like I started a war.
0: Yeah, you definitely are in a war now for sure. I am and... in a war now. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: but he was a good sport about it so here's your shout out
0: love that. don't park in my
1: spot love that for you also if you are getting a shout out that means you're pretty special for us to shout you out yeah i agree do you have any shout outs anything
0: weird on your car any bird food on your car i people but honestly people have just been leaving me alone lately oh i feel kind of bad okay remember a few weeks ago Um, this isn't really a shout out unless he listens to this podcast randomly, but remember a few weeks ago when I talked about how, like, I asked Venus to lower the, lower the wall a little bit. And then there was that nice guy with his dog and he was like, oh, I don't want to bother you. Then like, he stuck around for like an hour and it was fine. So I saw him today and like, I felt really bad, but I just really wanted to be alone. It's the morning. I'm tired and I'm writing honestly, like in any free time I have lately, I'm probably digging into my novel. So he was like kind of trying to talk and I felt kind of bitchy. Cause I was just being kind of like, I didn't really talk much. I was just like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And like, then I like went back to my phone. Cause I was like, I'm trying to write, sir. I'm trying to become famous novelist. So I feel kind of bad. Cause like, I, I felt like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have the wall up against men per se. I, it's just like, I have the wall up when I'm writing. Because I'm very into this right now, and like people at work even are talking to me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just not here. I'm I'm always trying to write something lately, so I'm sorry if you. That's your shout to- out. <laughs> if
1: you listen to this podcast, I apologize for my rude behavior. I was in the middle of you writing. Right when you like were out with Graham or something, and you're like, yeah, this guy came up to me, and he was like you remind me of my wife and it's like she's dead oh <laughs> <gasps> the guy yeah. yeah
0: i sometimes i see him i tried to talk to him the other day and he was just very awkward and i was like okay well yeah, she's dead, dead. She's, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> weirdest way i've ever been hit on for sure how do you respond to that i'm sorry i was just like oh i'm so sorry and he was like oh it's okay it was a long time ago and i was like Go, but then I was thinking about it and I was like, Oh, no, he's kind of cute. Was he was he young? Probably like late 30s, early 40s. Um, really skinny, like reddish hair, glasses, not your type at all, but my type for sure. Oh, okay. tattoos, like lanky, little skinny guy, nerdy, very nerdy, a little awkward. I was like, Yeah, kind of cute. All right, kind of cute. Maybe Venus is just tossing shit my way. And she's I'm like, like, I'm just going to see. Yeah, she's
1: like, I'm just going to see what you pick up, I put down. Yeah, Venus is just, you know what,
0: don't. Don't tell her to do so. She'll do it. You know what, Venus? I'm <laughs> just kidding. So anyway, that's my shout out. Sorry, sir, it's the park. I didn't mean to be a bitch, but I was very involved in my writing, so my bad. Well, that's all my shout outs. Yep. Now, I do have some recs. Do you have any recs this week? I do. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Yes. Um, so I have a recommendation from one of my bestest friends in the world. Uh, Laura has published two books. They're poetry books and um, is in the middle of writing another, like, kind of dystopian part. Like, there's two parts to this one. It's called Resistance Part One, Part Two. Um, I have read those already because we exchange writing that we're in the middle of working on all the time, and uh, it's fantastic. So if you want to support Laura, uh, please go to dot ycom You can buy the books there. Honestly, just fantastic writing, beautiful poetry. Johnny Kidd was the first book Laura published, and it still makes me cry to this day. So... That is my first recommendation. So creepy, honestly. My second recommendation is from one of my Instagram friends. I really consider him a friend, though. Um, His name is Jesse Lee Staggs, and he has a few poetry books out, but I'm going to recommend the one that I've read that he sent to me because he's an absolute doll. And it is called Of Paper Cuts and Origami Hearts. It's a poetry book as well because I'm all about that poetry life. Um, So if you guys want to buy his book, that'd be real cool. You can also follow him on Instagram at white underscore stag underscore poetry if you want to see his poetry. So,
1: yeah, those are my
0: recs this week.
1: So my rec is because you all know I'm on this like 90s kick movies. And going back and watching them as an adult is just freaking fantastic. I love that. You're but so I 80s. went further back. I went further back into the 80s. And I, my Rex, is Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, the original Ghostbusters? Yeah, 1984. It's so good.
1: Ghostbusters. I don't know. Just going back and watching those type of movies as an adult is just like so much better than when you were kids and I feel like you appreciate it more absolutely also I keep recommending Dan Aykroyd movies and I'm really not meaning to but I love Dan Aykroyd so okay,
0: yes. do what you do
1: I like Sigourney Weaver too I love her I loved love her in aliens
0: Sigourney Weaver I'm all about that 90s movies kick I love it Oh wait, you know what? I do have another rack. Are you if you're whenever you're done. Oh, it was
1: just Ghostbusters. Yours is like nice poetry, and mine's just like Ghostbusters. Mm, Vegan no, I call. Mean,
0: first of all, I I find myself often um in the middle of a massage and like thinking about like creepy things that have happened to me. And then like I'll be like mm-hmm. I'm afraid of no ghost, and then I'll be like Ghostbusters, you know. <laughs> so it happens all the time. So it's just such a fucking classic. It is. It's a classic. It's so good. And then I watched the newest one too, like the out. Afterlife. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm.
1: It was good. I saw the girls' version, and I I couldn't do it. Like, I did not watch that. One. I appreciate what they were trying to do. They just didn't do a good job. Right. I was not a fan. So, but afterlife is good. Yeah, I liked it. So, what is What is the description of that? Like, I don't understand. How does that fall into the Ghostbusters? Does it relate to the old ones?
0: Yeah. So you know, like, I can't remember his name. the The tall, skinny one with the glasses. Yeah. So it's sort of about how he has died and he left his like farm to his daughter and her kids, um, and. Like, there are all these, like, creepy signs about hell and, like, just, like, all this crazy stuff. And then, like, you find out he, like, took all this money and, like, ran from the Ghostbusters people and, like, got, like, really eccentric. He did? Yes. And everyone's like, Oh, like, what happened to him? Blah, blah, blah. So, but you find out there's, like, a reason for okay, it Okay, because it doesn't and, seem
1: like his character. Right, because
0: then, like, ghosts start, like, coming out and they start discovering all his, like, equipment the kids do and, like, oh. getting into it. And... They, like, find this, like, I'm not going to get it. It's, it's good. I okay. like it. They, haven't they have to save it. the world from destruction. So. Paul
1: Red's in it, though. Yeah. And I do love some
0: Paul Red, The I man that ages
1: backwards. Yeah, okay. All right, I'll look into that one.
0: Um, but I did watch a really cute movie the other night. Uh, it is called The Perfect Date. I don't know that one. So, I, I didn't either. I was just looking on Netflix, and it was like, you probably like this one. And I was like, hey, Romantic comedy. Bring it on. Um, So it's about this guy, and he decides he really wants to go to Yale. And so he, like, gets this, like, crazy idea to kind of, like, offer himself as, like, a dating service. And, like, then, like, he gets, like, paid to, like, date women. Like, just go on dates with them. Like, teach them or talk to them or pretend to be whatever they want him to be just like so they can have like man candy or whatever the fuck they want on their arms so he can pay for you
1: interesting
0: and like of course there's like the cute girl that he like doesn't really take notice of and of course. like the hot girl who's actually um, Veronica in uh, Riverdale she's oh. in this movie too and, like, he, like, wants to have, like, the cool car and, like, go to Yale and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, meanwhile, this girl's like, just be yourself, man. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's cheesy and it's predictable, but I really, I liked it. I thought it was cute. Okay, so. I still have an email to read. Yep. We got emails. I'm so glad we're getting emails, guys. So, this one kind of leads into our topic today because it's kind of creepy so julie sent us an email the subject line is ghost story so let's get into it julie says hey ladies love your podcast oh, thanks girl thanks julie i dig that the vibes are sex dating and the supernatural with a lot in between keep up the awesome work and storytelling Aww. Aww. i know it's been a while since you released the episode about your trip to salem and boston but i wanted to share my creepy boston story with you guys Maybe you can share it if you ever do another ghost episode. Well, here we are. <laughs> yep. Um, I went several years ago with my mom and sister. We had a ghost walk booked in the evening, but were wandering the streets the day that, that day leading up to it. We passed a small cemetery that was completely walled off and padlocked shut so you couldn't enter it at all. When we stepped closer to the to get to the gate to look inside, we saw a small woman with her back to us sitting hunched over on top of a grave she was oh God, i'm getting goosebumps she was covered in some type of shawl or blanket and appeared to be sewing or knitting she was also wearing her hair up in a bonnet we thought it was so weird and assumed she was some sort of actor but we wondered how she got in there so we took a photo of her before we moved on we kept giggling that day about the creepy ghost woman from the graveyard later that evening we went on our ghost walk it was super cool my favorite story was about an old book in the library that was discovered to be made out of human skin. Oh, ew. Ew, that's like, um, focus, focus. focus. <laughs> yep. Uh, freaky. At the end of the walk, the guide asked if we had any of our own experiences to share. We decided to show him our photo of the woman in the cemetery. Oof, I'm getting goosebumps again. When he saw it, he went dead silent and stared at it for a few moments. Then he said, you just creeped out the guide. He explained to us that that particular cemetery was not a part of any tours, completely closed off to the public, and would be extremely hard to break into due to the high stone walls. He asked if we could email him the photo to study and if he could share it with guests on future ghost walks. To this day, I can't think of Boston without thinking of that woman and wondering who she was. I hope the tour guide was able to research her and find some answers or clues as to who she may have been. Hope you enjoyed my story. Thank you both. Can't wait for all your future episodes. Love, Julie. Ugh.
1: Thanks, Julie. Ugh. That's creepy.
0: Super creepy. We didn't have
1: anything like that when we went.
0: Fuck Boston. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Fuck Boston. Y'all were mean as shit. So mean. Got called idiots. Didn't know where we were. I said, yeah, no, I know. We'll go somewhere else and explore and get ghosties. So, yeah.
1: That was a perfect email, I felt, to lead us into our topic. So, our topic tonight is dun 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 cursed dolls, haunted dolls,
0: creepy dolls, creepy
1: dolls, mm-hmm. all the above dolls. Did you have dolls as a child?
0: uh Well, I I was gonna talk about one doll that I thought was haunted after our little doll stories Oh yeah, you
1: never told me mm-hmm. for like so, podcast. Yes, so favorite for the
0: podcast. Like, yes.
1: So I don't even know.
0: But I never really liked like baby dolls. I never really dug those. I love Barbies because I think we discussed this. I made them have sex because I was a horny child. <laughs> Things never change. No, made you, like,
1: you didn't make your Barbie you again have sex.
0: No, you make them kiss or anything. Maybe
1: made him kiss?
0: I mean, I don't know what sex was, but I was like, "Mm -mm 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 -mm," you
1: know,
0: all that stuff. Besides Barbies, I had beanie babies.
1: Well, I also grew up with a brother, so I actually played a lot with his stuff. But I didn't have, like, much Barbies.
0: We should just, like, get some now and just, like, make him fuck.
1: Why? You can do that in real life.
0: I'm gonna peg you Ken be great. Right. barbie has got a whole new arsenal. No real actual dolls, but I do remember one time my friend asked me to watch over her, like, baby dolls and I fucking hated them. This one doll had really, really creepy eyes. Like, really creepy.
1: Why was she making you watch her dolls? Ah,
0: uh, she was out of town and wanted me to watch her dolls. We were <laughs> really five or six or something. I was like, I fucking hate these dolls.
1: I know I did have those what were they? American Girl Dolls? So, is that still a thing? Yeah. You did? Are they? They are still a thing. They are still a thing. Oh. I don't know what happened to it. Actually, that's kind of creepy that I have no idea what happened to it. Oh, man.
0: The haunted thing that I have to talk about was an American Girl Doll. Ooh, even better. hmm now that I think about it, those things were creepy. And expensive as fuck.
1: Yeah, and they had like the different themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't yeah.
0: Yeah. They were all different. Like there was like uh Samantha, I think it was Kirsten, Felicity, um Josephina. You remember a lot. I have a very weird memory. I I think
1: it was from my grandparents. My grandparents, let's just say my grandma, because my grandpa's probably like, okay, whatever. But I could be wrong. So, but I did know I had one, and no idea what happened to it.
0: Do you remember Mm. Furbies? Oh, fuck Furbies.
1: I wanted a Furby so bad, and I got one. And, like, those things were actually really creepy. And if you would get together with, like, your friend's Furby, they would, like, talk to each other i remember mine like broke or something batteries i don't even know what happened to mine and me and my friend she had her furby we were downstairs in the basement my dad's like trying to fix my furby and then my dad was like i fixed it he's like it's alive it's alive and then her furby was like uh oh (laughs) not creepy i don't like them it's just like uh oh i remember that to this day because it cracks me up and it's also terrifying
0: i hate that so fucking much oh i hate it i don't even
1: wait i don't even know what happened to my furby where are my things going
0: i think parents just like see that you're like done with it and they like slowly like take it away maybe why can i it's like they go into a hole and never come out like where do they go i mean the american girl doll i have my own opinion on that but we'll share it after the pod i actually read this book i don't know if it was the lost world it was it's like
1: a series Hmm. but basically this guy he can time travel but then he gets stuck in this different like dimension where where things go that go missing, so like he falls into this big pile of socks because you know how like sock always goes missing in the dryer. Yes, it's like that. Mm. So things that go missing are in this world, but also many things that can eat you and kill you. And I he's like stuck. was in Halloween
0: Town too. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in Halloween Town too. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's a very good book. I just can't remember the name of it.
1: I just remember him falling into a pile of socks and he's like, Well, this is this must be where they go where you can't find them because the dryer eats them. So I wonder if my fur be an American girl dollar in that world.
0: I never am able to match my socks. Neither am I. I have a sock demon that eats them Eats them all. Maybe I mean I have matching nice socks on now.
1: I don't. I have a nightmare before Christmas socks on because I'm a
0: child. I like those. I've seen you wear them before.
1: I have, I have lots of them, so you probably see me wear, like, different ones each time because, like I said, I'm a child.
0: I got kind of sad because there was a Facebook memory, and it was, like, me and my last ex, and it was, like, my feet were in his lap and, like, his, like, feet were around me, like, I don't know. But it was basically, like, we were meant to be, like, we wear, matching, we wear mismatched socks, like, every day. So, yay, Facebook for bringing up sad fucking memories and me talking about it here. That's what we use this podcast for. Talking about memories. Talk about memories and exes and creepy things. So here's what I am thinking. I think your story is going to be a lot creepier than my story. So do we want to start super creepy or do we want to ease into the creepy? Uh, I can start. You want to start with the creepy?
1: Yeah. I'll Let's
0: start do out. I'll start with the
1: creepy. I did Annabelle. Oof. And if you don't know who Annabelle is at this point, you've been living under a rock. Yeah, how
0: does someone not know who Annabelle is?
1: But for the sake of people that don't, I did go back a little bit. Like, I'm going to talk about the Warrens a little bit, too, because it'll make sense later in the story. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I,
1: I think the first Annabelle probably is my favorite. And I actually went back and rewatched it the other night. Oof. I felt like I, I had can't. to. I feel like I had not. to.
0: Yeah, that's Annabelle creation, right? I think that so. The first one? Yeah.
1: And then I love how she's like, Oh my God, how did you find her? I've been looking everywhere for her. And I was like, bitch, that doll is creepy. Oh, I know. I and it is hated so creepy. Doll. And she's just like, Oh my god. And then she like puts it next to her other dolls and it's like ten times bigger than those dolls. And she's like, It fits in so perfectly. I'm like, girl, you blind.
0: I hate that. I hate I hated that
1: doll. I know when her husband's like, yeah, fire her husband. I'd be like, no. Yeah, I'd be like, get that thing out of here, bitch. All right, so let's get started. The cursed doll Annabelle was first introduced to horror audiences in The Conjuring 2013 and proved to be so compelling that the porcelain figure quickly became the subject of her own franchise with Annabelle. 2014, Annabelle Creation, 2017, and then the latest, Annabelle Comes Home. So the creation was the second one.
0: Yes. Okay, so it's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home. Yes. Gotcha.
1: Also, Conjuring, fantastic movie. Just saying.
0: That door banging is just really... It adds to the ambience. It does add to the ambience. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: it. Okay. So um lorraine warren who recently passed away told mm-hmm. usa today when discussing annabelle i quote it's not what the doll looks like that makes it scary it is what has been infused within the doll mm-hmm. evil so i'm gonna do a little background on ed and lorraine warren because like i said you're gonna find out later that the warren show up
0: and for people that don't know they'll be like Well, who are the warrens don't know the warrens but there are people that don't i i do give it to you there are people that don't know we're just like so into that world i know
1: yeah so go watch the conjuring
0: maybe we should start with the conjuring and then
1: go from there because that kind of that starts like the warren whole thing
0: that's the creepiest of all of them i still think the first conjuring is the creepiest. remember the clapping game (laughs) that's what i was thinking of with the knocks the other night i immediately thought of that oh, really clapping. yeah that's what caught that's a problem in my head yeah though
1: playing that that would creep me out like as the mom she's like playing it with her children i'd be what like oh that's creepy i
0: would played that that sounds terrifying
1: yeah so if you haven't seen it basically it's a game it's like hide and seek but like Marco Polo in between like it's like a mix between those Mm -hmm. two Mm
0: -hmm. yep
1: so you're blindfolded or you have your eyes closed searching the house for the people Mm -hmm. hiding and clapping Mm -hmm. is how you like what did they say if you're getting close they clap or something
0: I think you clap and then they have to clap so then you can like see if they're around so whenever you clap they clap you know Okay. Yeah. So if you're like searching for me and you're like, clap, clap, and wherever I am, I have to go,
1: clap, clap. Yeah. Like even if you're next to them, mm-hmm. it helps you determine where you're at. Yeah. So it's like micro polo just with clapping. Yes. Okay. Ugh.
0: Can we talk about the one scene though real quick? Cause that's what, what I thought of. Which one? Remember when they're doing the clapping name and then the fucking hands come out of the R and oh. and go. Yeah.
1: And then just oh. the, her and her daughter, then her daughter, her daughter comes running out from the other room. She's like, wait a minute. Weren't you just in that closet?
0: <laughs> uh, ah. that's, that's what i thought of Oops, look i have fucking goosebumps all over me See, oh my god you do that shit scared the shit out of me that movie's creepy that movie was terrifying so yeah yep okay continue i said talk that scene it was so creepy
1: so ed and lorraine warren They are the founders of the New England Society for Psychic Research. Ed and Lorraine Warren investigated America's most infamous cases of haunting and demonic possession. Lorraine was said to be clairvoyant, meaning that she was reported as having been able to gain insight on cases through supernatural abilities. She was also considered a medium, which means having the ability to communicate with paranormal entities. And Ed was a self-taught, demonologist and a devout catholic mm-hmm. so the raggedy and doll was the duo's first major case and i just love that the it's an actual raggedy and doll and then the movie they make it 10 times creepier
0: yeah i mean
1: but the raggedy and doll if you see pictures of her she's huge so big. she's huge yeah so this propelled them to a paranormal superstardom. Other cases you might have heard of The Conjuring House. And they did the Amityville house. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They did. That's on the list. Yep. They did The infield Poltergeist, which was the central plot uh actual to The Conjuring 2.
0: Boof. That was creepy, too.
1: The Smurl Haunting was turned into the 1991 made for TV movie The Haunted. I don't know that one. I haven't
0: seen that. Uh,
1: the Haunting in Connecticut. I didn't know that was them i saw the movie though it was Mm. creepy i didn't know that was in though and then the devil made me do it which was the plot for conjuring the third conjuring which was terrible it wasn't good yeah don't waste your time on the third conjuring there
0: were some creepy moments though
1: yeah but it just it was i I don't
0: know i think the creepiest happened like in the very beginning with the kid and then just turns like political yeah i didn't like that stupid
1: Toward the end of their investigative period, the Warrens focused heavily on passing on their knowledge of the occult by hosting various lectures across the country. In 2006, Ed passed away at the age of 79, and Lorraine continued to do the lectures on her own and served as a consultant on the first two Conjuring movies before her death in 2019. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So she recently passed away. I know. And the house, they have the Warren House, or the Warren Museum, which was their house but it's closed right now.
0: Mm -hmm. I know, because we wanted to go see it. Yeah,
1: but I think they talked about reopening it at some point, as a family taking over. Okay, so that's a little background on the Warrens. Also a perfect couple. I just feel like a demonologist and then a clairvoyant.
0: Mm -hmm. They they worked out very well together, yeah. They did. I think he became a demonologist because of Lorraine, though.
1: I think so, too. Um, And I actually did... Was reading how they met and stuff, and he just super interesting. Yeah, and she just
0: like inspired him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, we should do a whole episode on the Warrens, just them.
1: All right, so now on to Annabelle. Picture the scene, 1970. (laughs) This is how long ago was 1970s? So the real life Annabelle doll was a Raggedy Ann doll. Nowhere near the frightening appearance as a porcelain doll in the film, but many of the details were frighteningly similar. The real animal doll was given to a student nurse named Donna. The doll was given to her by her mother for her birthday, which, like, I'd be like, Mom, really? Yeah,
0: a, like a student nurse? Like...
1: The doll had a raggedy hand
0: Yeah. I'd be like, do you hate me, Mom? Yeah, and, like, I'm too old for this.
1: Yeah, because I think they were late 20s or late 30s, something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) Also, for my birthday, they give me a car. Yeah. Not spoiled at all. So, one key thing is that Annabelle was bought secondhand from a hobby store, and Donna was living with her friend Angie at the time she received the doll. Now, I do want to say, did The doll was at this store for how long and nothing happened at this store, I wonder? Does that make you think?
0: Mm, Keep going. We'll talk about
1: it. All right. So Angie and Donna, they are roommates now with Annabelle. In the beginning, Annabelle made very small movements that Donna and Angie just put it off as accidentally moving her. So, for example, Annabelle would be on the floor instead of the chair. Like, maybe she just fell off. Because mm-hmm. it would, she would leave the doll on her bed. Donna would always <clears throat> leave the doll in the middle of her bed, and then mm-hmm. she cross her, le- she would cross her legs, and then she'd come home, the legs were uncrossed, mm-hmm. and then they'd be on the couch, and all of a sudden Annabelle appears at the end of the couch.
0: Mm-hmm. So fucking creepy. I'd be like, bye.
1: But yeah, oh no, it's fine. I moved here on the couch. I just mm-hmm. don't remember. Donna and Angie had a friend Lou, and the doll made him nervous. He truly believed that the doll was evil saying it was possessed and that something needed to be done. However, Donna and Angie were very progressive in their views, and they still believed that they were to blame for the movement of the doll. That pisses me off so uh, much. mm -hmm. So one night, Lou woke up startled and sweaty. Donna asked him what was wrong, and he said, I just had the craziest nightmare. I had a dream that the doll was crawling up my leg and got to my neck and was trying to strangle me to death. Lou was so angered by this nightmare, he picked up Annabelle and chucked her body across the apartment floor, shouting that she is nothing more than a Raggedy Ann doll and she can't hurt anybody. So as soon as Lou launched the doll, he is said to have provoked the demonic presence attached to it, causing seven psychic wounds to appear on his body. He had four slash marks on his chest, three on his stomach, and his wounds were cropped up like claw marks. So as time passed, the more sinister Annabelle would become. Donna and Angie started to find notes around their apartment.
0: The weird thing about it. Whoa, that's the part that freaked me out. The notes. The fucking notes? Jesus Christ. You think then they'd be like, hmm. You think? The
1: weird thing about it was that the notes were written on parchment paper. And neither of the two girls have ever used parchment paper before. The notes would say various things, but most of them said things like help Lou and help us. Donna came home from work one day and found the doll in her usual spot on the bed, but she noticed the doll had literal blood on her hands. Whether it was blood or red liquid, it was coming from the doll herself. <laughs> The girls decided it was time to call for help in the form of a medium to find out what was going on. The first medium sat down with the doll and the girls, and the story that was given was that the land on which their apartment complex was built used to be a field. A seven-year-old girl was found dead there many years before. When the doll came into their apartment, Annabelle's spirit was still in the area in which she had died. Because she was fond of the doll, her spirit became one with it. Annabelle became Annabelle the doll. So that's how Annabelle got her name.
0: Because mm-hmm. they
1: believed this little girl's spirit was in the doll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don and Angie felt sorry for the poor girl that had been dead alone on the field, that they wanted the doll to stay because they didn't want her to be left alone. Before the Warrens were called in, Lou was attacked again. For whatever reason, he was the one that she showed her true self to. Uh, probably because he threw her across the room
0: mm-hmm. and said so he couldn't, like she couldn't hurt him.
1: Yeah, that's antagonizing. So they it. think the few things occurred were the bad dreams, some visions of Annabelle, and then the physical attack was what made Donna and Angie call the Warrens. Mm-hmm. So Lou and Angie were hanging out when they heard movement in Donna's room. She wasn't even home. Frozen in fear, they thought maybe an intruder, but quickly thought it was Annabelle. Lou looked inside Donna's room, but there was no one there. The doll was sitting on a chair instead of the bed where she should have been. When Lou moved toward the doll, he felt pain in his chest and realized there was a series of claw marks, like raking marks, like someone had roughly scratched him. He knew it was from the doll, but the strangest part was that the scratches healed straight away. Within two days, there was no trace of them at all. That makes me think in the movie, the first one, where she's like, here's the rocking chair.
0: Mm-hmm. The doll
1: sitting in the rocking chair and all she hears is that rocking chair.
0: Ooh, it is very eerie when you're home alone and you hear things moving.
1: Yeah, and then she goes in the room and the doll's just not rocking. it's just sitting in the chair. Creepy. I don't like it. Um, the worst part in the first one. Though was like when they break into the house or when she's like calls the police mm-hmm. and she's putting on her robe. And then all she hears is like, I like your dolls.
0: Oof.
1: I like your dolls.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all right. So the Warrens were called in along with the priest. It was discovered that Annabelle's main goal was to take possession of Donna's soul. Annabelle was a demon. She was attached to the doll. The Warrens said that demons don't possess items or things. Instead, they possess people. The Warrens took the doll with them and the priest eventually exorcised the apartment. They both agreed that it was best to drive home on back roads, worried that Annabelle would find a way to cause an accident if they drove the main highway. Sure enough, they had... Car problems all the way home. The power steering failed, the brakes failed, the engine kept stalling. When Ed Warren sprinkled Annabelle with some holy water, the problems ceased for a bit. When the Warrens finally got home, Ed put the doll on his desk. Annabelle was seen rising above the desk, levitating on multiple occasions. She'd be found in different rooms of the house, moving around. And when the Warrens put her in one place, she would soon be found in another. The Warrens called the priest, but he kind of waved them off that it was just a doll and she couldn't hurt them. That ended up being a mistake because the priest was in a car accident on the way home. The brakes failed and the car turned over. The priest was severely injured, but he did survive. Annabelle is still around today, reciting in a locked glass case that the Warrens built to keep her from getting free. There is a warning sign on the case that says, Do not touch as well as a cross.
0: And didn't they douse it in holy water?
1: I think they, like, I think they, well, when they were alive, they would go very often and do it, yes.
0: Well, and I think that they made it, like, the wood. They doused the wood in holy water. Well, according to the third movie, it's a whole room of cursed objects. hmm
1: So I think they go in there and they do all that stuff.
0: Yeah, but have you seen her, like, case? Yeah. Yeah, because they said they like put the holy water all over the wood around it. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the creepy fuck. That is creepy. Ooh, she's creepy.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go into a little bit of the movies and how like they're kind of similar and different. Yep. So this is going to be some spoilers, which some of it has been
0: spoilers.
1: But. I mean,
0: get on the story of like Annabelle now.
1: I know, but if you haven't seen the movies or anything. Yeah, it's true. I do recommend watching them if you like horror movies. But if you're a horror buff, I have no doubt you've already seen them. The overarching plot of all three Annabelle movies are fictionalized for entertainment pur- purposes, but do not but do contain a few notes to the Warren's account of what happened. So like with the doll, for example, of course they have to make the doll look as creepy as they can.
0: Yeah. Raggedy right Andrews.
1: Yeah, but still the Raggedy (laughs) Ann doll. If you look up Raggedy Ann, like the Annabelle doll on the internet, she's still creepy.
0: Still creepy. And she's huge
1: and creepy, but not like the doll they made it. No, the doll they made
0: was so bad.
1: So Annabelle gives the doll a new backstory. So Annabelle Higgins is a member of a demon-worshipping cult who dies holding the doll. Higgins apparently summoned a demon that took took hold of the doll like the real-life doll, Annabelle's objective is to obtain the souls of others. At the end of the movie, Annabelle is purch- purchased at an antique shop as a gift. This lines perfectly with the timeline of the real Annabelle and how it ended up with Donna. Mm-hmm. So instead of the little girl from the field, they choose the Annabelle cult member
0: mm-hmm. and
1: her, and like that was her sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So she bled into the doll, and that's why they called her Annabelle, because the Annabelle Higgins in the movie. Right, yeah. Annabelle Creation. This one goes back further and reveals that the Annabelle doll's um, origin story actually didn't begin with Annabelle Higgins. It was made by a doll maker whose daughter was hit by a car. The doll maker and his wife were contacted by the girl spirit who asked if she could live inside the doll. They soon discover that they were deceived by a demonic force. Like you said earlier, they try to, they play nice Mm -hmm. until they're not nice. So this, like the plot of Annabelle, was fictionalized, but it does resemble the story the medium told Donna. The spirits wish to live in the doll and eventually take someone's soul or parts of the warren's account of the event, except that it was Donna and her friend who were contacted, not the child's parents. So, Annabelle comes home. This third movie in the trilogy shows what happened after Ed and Lorraine took the doll from the nursing student and her friends. On their way home, they encounter car trouble and have to stop right outside a cemetery. This is when ghosts who are attracted by the doll attack Ed. This is a dramatization on the real life of Warren's trip back home after obtaining Annabelle.
0: Bleah.
1: So, that's the story of Annabelle. I mean, it's not a huge story. But she's creepy.
0: I wouldn't mess with her or anything. Too. I is it is kind of a huge story. She's fucking creepy as all hell. You don't fuck with that kind of shit, you know? Uh, no. Especially if they're like, oh yeah, this
1: little girl spirit, sure, she can live inside the doll, no mm-hmm. problem. We feel sorry for her. How about mm-hmm. you just have her R.I.P.?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I have that little witch thing in my kitchen. And I had to, like, spray it with sage and, like, put it in the basement. Because I was like, I think there's something in this. That, I think there's something in it. It's not giving me good vibes anymore.
1: Well, didn't you say it would move?
0: hmm Not, like, a ton. But, like, I would put her facing out and then she'd be facing in. Or, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or, like, she'd keep falling. And I was like, this is fucking weird. And then I just, like, got weird feelings. And I was like, mm-hmm.
1: That's usually your first sign. Yep.
0: Would you touch Annabelle? No. Neither.
1: That's bad juju. Mm-hmm. But you also said you feel like she's not there anymore.
0: I don't know. Either she's very well contained because the Warrens know what they're doing.
1: I mean they're dead now. <laughs>
0: Well, but, uh, like, the Hopefully g- someone knows what they're doing. Right, but they passed. I mean, they made the case. And then I think they even, there was a a video on YouTube where, like, they were putting Annabelle into, like, a new case. It was, oh. And they had to douse their hands in holy water and then wear gloves and, like, put those, like, holy water on the gloves. It was fucking crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, that guy from Ghost Adventures, like held her i didn't i can't remember the, like what held happened her. In that episode. yeah he like held her even though they like explicitly told him like don't touch her he did
1: of course he what did the
0: and then annabelle actually there was um a guy and his girlfriend and the guy mocked annabelle like and he was like haha she's just a fucking doll this is so fucking stupid like she's not real and he got in a motorcycle accident and died
1: Oh, damn.
0: Yeah. And his girlfriend was like crying and she was like, It's because of the doll. Like, the doll did this. I know it was the doll.
1: Well, I like how even the priest, like the Warrens, were like, Hey, guy, <laughs> you need to come. Like, yeah. he was like, No, it's just a doll. It's mm-hmm. fine. But, right. like, the movie, he took it seriously in the movie. Yeah. Because he was trying to bring her into the church and stuff. And then I know the lights flickering here. Some weird shit happening. But yeah, but he took her into or tried to take her in the church and he took it more seriously and he got very injured in the movie. And then obviously he got very injured in real life. He got in a car accident, but he seemed to not take it as seriously as the Warrens were like, you need to bless this doll. And he was like, nah.
0: I think that sometimes priests don't want to believe that like demonic forces can so easily walk among us. By the way, we renounce demons. We don't want demons. We give no consent to darkness being in this household or attaching to anything within or without. So you do not have our consent to be here. You do not have our consent to attach. You do not have our consent to stay. So I say that. Works for me. Felt some, uh, some vibes. Do you
1: think she's like the queen of haunted dolls? comparing yeah. to other ones
0: absolutely yeah yeah
1: There are like old pictures Money. like black and white pictures of lorraine warren holding her mm-hmm. i'm just like oh
0: just casually holding her Mm-mm. i think they're right to treat her with the care that they do like oh the absolutely the museum now but
1: i think it's like a family member now
0: yeah i think it is too like i think it's their son-in-law, I think, is who runs That's it. That I
1: actually sounds right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm. I watch a lot of creepy videos. Not as much
1: anymore. I know. I didn't want to go down you. the rabbit hole of watching those videos on YouTube because I just I didn't want to do it. I don't blame you. you I stop. Just i didn't want to do it so i'm like i'm just gonna get my research from the internet and not watch creepy videos that's gonna you stick with annabelle me
0: movies those are scary as hell yeah
1: those the movies you know what's also funny the actress in the movie is yeah. named annabelle like her Oof. real name and
0: like, her real and don't like her it. real
1: name is annabelle i bet they
0: did that on purpose
1: you think yeah absolutely so just a very odd coincidence
0: no no way they totally did it on purpose
1: Shall I tell you all of Robert the doll? Yeah, because I don't know anything about Robert the doll.
0: Okay. Okay. If I ask you, if you see... <laughs> oh my God, guys. I got the hiccups so bad. I don't know why. And
1: you're about to, like, dive into I... it, too. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I have hiccups really bad right now. Um... Okay, well, you guys are just going to have to bear with me. I have the hiccups, so Anyway, if I ask you if you've seen the movie Chucky, y'all, you'll all know what I'm talking about, right? The creepy doll that comes alive. Because... <laughs> guys, this is rough. No. 10-4. That's... Oh, my God. I have really bad hiccups. All right.
1: Should we just wait till they pass? Mm, maybe. Let's just wait till they pass. I.
0: Right. Let's start over. Uh, Okay, If I ask you, if you've seen the movie Chucky, you'll all know what I'm talking about, right? The creepy doll that comes alive. But did you know that this story could actually be real? Indeed, this real-life doll is called Robert the Doll, and he's quite famous. He did not inspire Chucky, but he was very creepy and mischievous in his own right. So let's get into the story, and you can decide for yourself if you want to visit Robert or not. Before we begin, I want to acknowledge Robert. Robert, thank you for letting me write about you and talking about you on my podcast. Listeners, I suggest you thank him, too. I would thank him right now, Montana. Thanks, Robert. There you go. You'll see why soon. Okay. Minnie Otto, wife to Thomas Otto, gave birth to Robert Eugene Otto in 1900 in Key West. They were a happy family and Thomas was a third generation doctor. In 1904, when Robert Eugene Otto was four years old, he was given a doll. This doll was made in Germany from a toy company called the Steiff Company. Doll Robert was not made by a servant, as some claim. However, there might be some truth to the curse attached to Robert the doll. When the little boy was given the doll, he named him Robert, his own name, (laughs) and said that from now on, his name was going to be Gene because his doll was Robert. So from here on out, Robert is the doll and Gene is the son. Gene even put Robert into his own clothing, a sailor's outfit that you can actually see if you look Robert the doll up. And it's one that Robert still wears to this day. I don't like that. Mm. Nope. Just keep listening. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Um, As soon as he was given this gift, Jean became very attached to Robert. An unhealthy attachment. One could even say an obsession. There is some speculation that a servant put a curse on the doll using voodoo because of the family's mistreatment of her. Others believe that Minnie, Jean's mother, miscarried, And in her grief, she trapped the child's spirit inside the doll using Bahamian magic. Others believe that Thomas had an affair with a servant, and when she miscarried, she put the spirit inside the doll. Apparently, some psychics have said that inside Robert, there is a young girl of mixed race. So does this hold truth, or are they just using what they know? This could be true, though, as some people have seen a young girl walking around. Regardless... Gene loved his new doll, Robert. He took it with him everywhere he went. He slept next to him, took him out to play, ate with him, played with him. The family thought it was all innocent fun at first. Young children often grow attached to their toys. But suddenly, when anything bad happened, Jean began blaming Robert. If a bunch of dishes crashed to the floor and Minnie ran in, Gene claimed that Robert did it. And this continued for a while. Sometimes they would go upstairs and hear Gene talking to someone, and they heard a second voice. Wait, they heard a second voice? Mm Mm-hmm. Nope. That sounded like an adult man answering him. Ooh,
1: that one gave me goosebumps. And tummy,
0: too. But surely Gene was just throwing his voice ventriloquist style, right? They thought he was just being a child and playing harmless pranks until things took a terrible and terrifying turn. First... I not like that door. That door, I right now. No. First were the nightmares that kept Gene awake, which worried his family. And when Gene was 10 years old, his mother heard him screaming and begging for her help. And then she heard crashing, like the sound of furniture being thrown around his room. She repeatedly tried to open the door, but it was locked, and she begged Gene to let her in. But all he could do was scream and scream and scream. <sighs> Oof, I know. Finally, she was able to come inside. Jean was curled up at the foot of his bed, sobbing, and he was inconsolable. His room was an absolute mess, with things thrown everywhere and broken furniture strewn every which way. When he finally calmed down and she asked him what had happened, Jean looked to the end of the bed. Robert was sitting at the end of the bed, just staring. He said, Robert did it. He said, Robert was sitting on the end of his bed when Jean woke up and Jean got scared and Robert destroyed his room. And this is when his family became afraid. They claimed to have started to see Robert moving around, seeing his facial expressions change. If they locked him away, they would look up to find Robert staring at them through the windows. <laughs> no, uh-huh. Once a plumber was doing work on the house when he heard giggling from behind him but no one was home. When he turned around, he saw that Robert had moved from one side of the window to another and the stuffed animals that had been on his lap were on the floor as if someone had thrown them there. Servants kept quitting for fear of the strange happenings around Robert, the giggling and the footsteps. It's rumored that Jean's aunt banished Robert to the attic and then died that very same (laughs) night. Oh my God. Yeah. Gene's attachment didn't wane until he moved away to study art at the Sorbonne, where he met his wife, Annette Parker. They fell in love, and they got married, and they were really happy for a time. When Gene's parents passed, they left the house in Key West to Gene, and so Jean took his bride to live where he'd grown up. And one day, Jean was in the attic, and he found his beloved doll, Robert. Gene was ecstatic and quickly formed the same attachment to the doll as he had before. Are you kidding me? He talked to him and carried him around and even built him his own room his called ass man. Yep. He built him his own room called the turret room. And it was literally just for Robert. Yeah. Annette hated Robert and she begged Gene to lock him away. She claimed she felt evil coming from the doll and that Jean was obsessed with it. No one would come over anymore because... Ugh, I'm going to give some of oh, I know, I'm like staring so at your fucking leg they're just
1: covered in goosebumps. I know,
0: oh, so creepy. Okay, so Annette claimed that she felt evil for coming from the doll and that Jean was obsessed with it and no one would come over anymore because of the strange giggling and the footsteps. She felt like a social pariah. And Annette won that battle for a time but Robert did not like that. He would move from window to window to watch the people passing by. Schoolchildren were even afraid to pass by the house and dared one another to get near the property, but they were terrified. One time the children told Annette and she was terrified. Jean assured her Robert was locked away, but he couldn't find him anywhere in the attic. In fact, he found Robert at the very bottom of the stairs watching him. Still, because of his wife, Jean locked him away. However, when Jean got sick with Parkinson's, he wanted his doll back with him. He spent most of his time locked with Robert in his turret room, painting and talking to Robert. Annette felt like she was going slowly insane. When Jean finally died in 1974, Annette sold the house and took off, relieved to be away from the doll at last but she made an odd stipulation in her sale of the house. Robert was meant to stay in his own special room. The first family that moved in quickly moved out, alarmed by Robert and his creepiness. No shit. But then Myrtle Ruder bought the house and took over as caretaker of Robert. Her guests claimed to hear Robert moving around and they said that his facial expression changed to one of intense anger if anyone spoke ill of Eugene. She stayed there with Robert for many years until her granddaughter discovered him and began to play with him and form an attachment similar to the way Jean had. But it wasn't long until the little girl started to be terrified of the doll. She told Myrtle that Robert was not a nice doll. He was an evil doll and he wanted to hurt her. And so, Myrtle donated Robert to the East Martello Museum. At first, the museum didn't display Robert, but requests poured in from people who wanted to see the infamous doll. And so, he's displayed there today in his own glass case. But the antics don't end even there. Museum employees say that they can sometimes hear Robert giggling, and they claim he has a sentient presence. They say Robert has moved around in his glass case by himself and that his expressions can still change. They also say that they hear footsteps at night with no explanation because of many incidents and accidents with Robert the doll, their museum has rules when visiting him. One speak to him in a polite manner Two, ask his permission to photograph him. Three treat him with respect behind Robert are dozens and even hundreds of letters of people apologizing to him for not following these rules and claiming their misfortune was because of Robert himself. They beg him in these letters to take away his curse on them. Car accidents, divorce, and missing flights are cited as being Robert's doing. If you want to visit Robert, be sure to bring him sweets, because he has a sweet tooth just like me. But don't be mean, ask permission, and make sure he does not follow you home. I told you mine would be shorter than yours. Yours, I I knew Annabelle was going to take up most of the time. No, but yours is still creepy. I know. I just think it's, like, very weird that, like, he formed this, like, insanely intense attachment and basically gave the doll his own name. So, but do you think that that attachment was his doing, though? No. Oh, Robert's doing? Absolutely. Yeah, the doll's doing. Oh, yeah. Not Jean's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that there is a curse on the doll. And I do think that that's why it happened.
1: It just reminds me of that movie, The Boy.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, except we know how that ended. It was, wasn't Was actual... the doll's name
1: Robert, though? Was it Robert? That was like, Charles. Was it? Just like, something very it? similar to that, where they're like, hey, we need you to babysit this doll.
0: Mm-hmm. And that like, was weird. treat
1: it like it's our son. That... but you know then it was remember yeah but the spoiler alert sorry you can skip ahead but he was still alive
0: yeah he He was was living in the walls walls. that's that's what scares me about like i'm always like what if there's someone like living in main street somewhere in the walls (laughs)
1: don't say
0: that it scares me girl i got some crazy ass people out there that hate me Um, there is actually movies, uh, you can listen, you can watch it on Tubi. it's just called Robert, and it's a horror movie, and it's from 2015, um, and it's an hour and 30 minutes. Um, Flynn Allen, Um, Lee Bain, Christian, no, no one we would know, they look like kind of relative unknowns.
1: Um, but they made The Boy too. And I think that one, the doll was super. was actually haunted.
0: Yes, I that one was. I
1: couldn't make it. I only made it like halfway, and I couldn't. I couldn't get into it, so I gave up.
0: Brahms was the doll. Brahms. Name. Brahms yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Brahms. Yeah.
1: So, but so wild. you saw the second one. Yeah. So the doll was actually haunted. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Ooh, that one was real weird.
1: I I don't remember why I stopped watching it. I either couldn't get into it, or I had to stop for a reason. I don't remember it that well.
0: They figured out that the doll was haunted and they were trying to like destroy it and they thought that they did destroy it, but it ended up being that their like little kid had actually like saved it and smuggled it into their like new home. And that's how the movie ended. Oh. Same unhealthy attachment. I don't know.
1: I just I feel like if I had a child that was super attached to a doll, I'd be a little weary depending how far it would go could you imagine walking past your child's room and you're like oh that's cute my daughter's like talking to her doll and all of a sudden it's like the doll talks like the voice back and i'm like
0: what nope what kind of parents would just be like oh he's just throwing his voice
1: like a man's voice
0: <laughs> yeah like imagine you're a little kid like like even when i was a little girl i i wouldn't have sounded like a woman
1: no, yeah, like for me, for example, I had, my mom said I had this like really chipmunk voice. Mm-hmm. So you could you could imagine this little, like, quiet mousy voice? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a very, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Those parents were weird. They're like, sure, Robert, you can stay here forever and wear our son's clothes. And even though you freak us out and you destroyed his room, I guess we're just gonna put you in the attic huh or like you put your child
1: like put him somewhere else like in your child's room and then went to bed and like woke up and he's just like sitting
0: back like, the corner would, of your bed like terrify me i'm, like, I I'm hate out it. i hate I'm it out. so much i'm out i hate i hate that i don't want anything creepy attached to anything it's so eerie and you know things hold things hold energy
1: yeah, I mean look at all those like rules. Like, hey, treat him with respect or like
0: it's so weird. So thanks, Robert, for letting us use your story. Thanks, Robert. I'm sorry mine wasn't as in-depth as yours. I yours? figured. I Annabelle... still feel like yours is creepier. Mm, I don't know, girl. Yours is creepier. No. Annabelle's demonic. I don't think I don't know if Robert was demonic. Annabelle's legit demonic. And like I don't fuck with demonic shit. Well, except now I apparently do, but who knows? Maybe
1: that's on Patreon if you want to hear. Yeah, sorry. it's on
0: Patreon. Sorry, guys, we're not going <laughs> to talk about it here. <laughs> Guess you just have to figure it out. <laughs> um, that was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah, yours is
1: creepier. I'm sorry.
0: No, I think Annabelle absolutely terrifies me. I'd rather go visit Robert the doll than Annabelle.
1: I. Yeah, I would probably rather go visit Robert. I would follow the rules. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just because I'm like just picturing, like him just like sitting at the edge of your bed. And you just like wake up, and he's like right there, and like just talking that. with your children. And I just I don't know.
0: These people put their children at risk like constantly.
1: The Robert parents, just like Asian everyone, parents.
0: just everyone.
1: Oh, and they have, like, dolls and yeah.
0: stuff? I mean, like, especially if something... Well, like, you know, how many horror movies have we seen where the kids are scared and the parents are like, oh, it's fine, honey. There's nothing under the bed. And it's like, yeah, there is.
1: Yeah, but watch us have kids and be so tired, like, 3 a.m. You're like, it's fine. There's nothing there. Go to bed.
0: Haven't I... did I send you that video of the guy with the... like, the son and his son?
1: Like, daddy, I think there's something under the bed. No?
0: Yeah, that's really funny. He's like... He's like, his son's like, Daddy, I can carry something under the bed. And he's like, oh, honey, there's there's nothing under the bed, honey. There's I'll check for you. And then he like looks and there's like <laughs> there's like a monster and like he's like <gasps> and his son's like, Daddy, what is it? What's wrong? And he's like, Nothing, bud, nothing at all. And then he's like, You can have the kid. <laughs> Just leave me and the wife out of it. The kid's like, Daddy, what are you saying? And he's like, Nothing but, nothing but, just, you know, making sure you're okay. Yeah. Then he leaves and you hear the kid like, Ah! He's like, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, what's for dinner? <laughs> it's so fucked up. That's something my dad would do.
0: Oh my God. Uh... There's this, I did
1: send my dad this like meme. That was like a picture of like dad. There's a loser under the bed, and so the dad looks under the bed, and there's like a mirror, and it's like looking at him oh, back at him. Man, that's so cold. I know. I it
0: gets would, me
1: every time though.
0: I would do that to like a, like a guy friend probably. There's a loser under the bed. Yeah, I would do that to one of my guy friends, but yeah, no, I like it. But yeah, I mean, God, can you imagine if we had kids? They'd probably be spooky as fuck.
1: I know. I. I mean, of course, get, like, a flag from a bunch of parents that are, like, no, no, no. But, like, I don't know. You and I are very susceptible to that, where mm. I would at least question, like, okay.
0: Anything my kids said, I'd believe. Yeah. They'd be, like, I saw fairies. I'd be, like, sweet. because oh, you that? would be, like, I saw yeah. fairies. And then they'd be, like, mom, there's, like, a monster living under the bed. And I'd be, like, motherfucker. I'm, like, okay, let's go cleanse it. And I got my sage. <laughs> Like, there's something in the closet. I'm like, maybe. Okay, here's some more sage, some Palo Santo. Because remember when
1: I was a kid, I told you how, like, my aunts, that one room would freak me out. And, like, my one room at my grandparents' house would freak me out. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, reasons why it would freak me out. Yep.
0: Yep. I just think it's telling that neither of us really had dolls.
1: I, yeah, I just remember having that American Girl doll, which I don't know what happened to her. Mm Mm-hmm. But I I wasn't like Eugene. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is my best friend. I didn't take it everywhere.
0: I wasn't that no. person. What well, which one did you have? What did I she look couldn't like? even tell you. Yeah, you know, or she looked no, like. No, I think
1: she had curly hair, like the really, really curly hair. And I think she had like a Victorian type clothing. Huh. I don't remember.
0: Well, if she had Victorian clothing, that sounds like Samantha. But Samantha. Samantha didn't have does curly ring a bell there.
1: So, I think also on our Patreon, we'll post pictures
0: of Annabelle and Robert. On our Patreon. Let's post pictures of Annabelle and Robert, how they really look, and then how the movies portray them side by side. Oh, that's
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Well, I haven't seen the movie Robert. I didn't know there was a movie Robert.
0: I did not really feel like watching it, because I've already had way too many creepy things happening to me That's lately. fair, and
1: I feel like you shouldn't watch it alone.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: Even though I watch horror movies all the time about myself. That's Samantha. Um... Okay, she does look familiar. Mm-hmm. I feel like Samantha does ring a bell, so maybe I did have a different doll as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I think I had Samantha.
0: So maybe mm-hmm. what?
1: Okay, then I had a doll with curly hair then. I don't know what I happened can't remember, to that I doll. An
0: American girl doll with curly hair. These are the OGs. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Samantha. Yeah. Who did you have? Josephine. All right. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> we going to talk about it. All I'm saying is, I'm not getting my kid a fucking doll
1: what if she wants a doll no mom i really love this doll
0: no i'm like you know what's in dolls honey and she'll be like what and i'll be like demons she'll be like what's that and i'll be like monsters that want to eat your soul and then i'll make yeah. her cry
1: she'll go into like show and tell and bring something random be mm-hmm. like well mommy says i can't have a doll because Demons live in dolls. And they are be like, what? I'm
0: like, God damn it!" I go to the fucking principal's office. But you know what? If some of these fucking families had listened sooner, they could have fucking saved themselves so a lot of shit.
1: I don't know. The moment I would hear my child and then the doll talk back, that would be my, I'm out.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm out. I agree. I mean, and, like, kids are just creep. Like, I, I've heard so many parents, like, say, like, they wake up and, like, they see their kid at the end of their bed and they're like, "Ooh." Ugh. You know, at 3 a.m., a child at the end of her bed just staring at you. That's I, fucking creepy as I shit. I would go
1: into my parents' room all the time, and I would just stare at my mom, and she would, like, Joel, wait. She's just, like, you just feel someone staring at you, and uh, there you
0: are. That's so creepy. I know. Can you imagine I'm that? I'm just going to lock my
1: door so my am like, can't, can't get
0: in. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah. But
1: no, but so tell us your story.
0: Okay. Hold on. About I don't know your sure. creepy doll, Josephine. Yeah, I think her name is Josephine. Let me look. I just want to make sure that it's Josephine or Josephina. Josephina. Okay. Yep. So um I think I was like uh nine, ten ish around then, and my sister and I I mean you remember American Girl Dolls were like big back when we yeah. were kids. And showing our age, that's fine. hmm And my mom Uh, bought an American Girl doll from one of her students' moms or something. I don't know. She got, like, a secondhand American Girl doll. That shit was expensive. She ain't gonna go out and buy that shit. Maybe she did. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Whatever. So, either way, we got Josephina, And at first, we, like, loved her, right? Like, I read her book, and I, like, loved her. But then, like, she started to give us the creeps.
1: They had books? Yeah. I, I literally have must have pushed all this out of my mind.
0: Yeah, they all have books. Okay. I liked Kirsten the best because she was blonde. Sounds about right. Yeah. So that's who I love the most. So we had Josephina though, and um, I I I don't even. I don't remember if she did a lot. I think we, like, really freaked ourselves out over her. Like, I think maybe she might have moved a few times. Or maybe we were just messing with each other. But she definitely started giving us the creeps. Like, when she looked at you, you felt like something was looking at you. And you're like... So we just started, like, turning her away and, like, covering her in blankets. And then one time we were in our room and, like, we heard breathing. And we swear we saw her breathing. And we were like... "Ah!" And, like, ran away. And mom was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you me? talking about you and your sister? Yeah. Okay. Lexi and I. Yeah. And mom was like, I spent all this fucking money on this girl and you hate it. And we're like, she's scary, mom. She's haunted. And there would be, like, times when I would, like, pick her up and, like, brush her hair. And I was like, okay, it's okay. She's like, she's not going to hurt me. She's not evil. It's fine. It's fine. But then when I would leave her alone for too long, I was like, Ah! <laughs> So eventually my mom ended up giving her to someone else that wanted an American girl doll. And were are like, ding, ding dong, the fucking witch is dead. Did the energy get lighter? I think so, yeah. She really? was real creepy. I will never forget seeing her chest move up and down and being like, nope.
1: And it wasn't in your mind?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, who knows? Because I was a very crazy child. But Lexi was just as scared of her as I was. And Lexi is much more down to earth than I am. Yeah, so if she's saying some shit. I'm gonna listen.
1: I mean, if you could hear it, that's creepy. If it you're breathing. Really that's creepy. creepy. I mean,
0: that house was super haunted too. So it's the one house where your dad like shivered. No, that was the first house we lived in. Girl. That house was so fun. You know what? It's the common denominator in all these places. I think you're haunted. Is me. You're yeah, haunted. I think I'm haunted. Yeah, because everywhere I go, I feel something
1: you know you know probably like played with the Ouija board remember you said you made it yourself and you probably just never closed that door and things just
0: maybe <laughs> but it, ha- it happened even before that too even before oh. I did Ouija board things were around me and attached to me and talking to some me. people are just born that way I guess I am and I saw fairies you know all the time when I was a little
1: girl there are things that happened to me as a child where I'm like, did I, like, make that up or did that really happen? Like, I go back and wonder that, like, as an adult.
0: I think that's, like, when the magic dims is when you start to question it, you know?
1: Well, I remember one time laying in bed and I was, like, scared. And, like, something was, like, tickling me. that I was, like, terrified. I remember, like, calling my parents in. I don't remember what was said after that, but it was, like, tickling me, like, underneath my armpit. And I'm like, did I do it myself, or was there actually something
0: there? Knowing us, I bet something was there.
1: Probably. For me to call my parents in, Mm -hmm. I remember that. And then I remember one time, I don't know if it was a dream or reality, Mm -hmm. but, like, I saw a face in my window. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the second floor. Mm -hmm. No. So I'm like, was that a dream? Or was, like... And all this like comes back when I talk about it. One time I didn't have glasses. I've had glasses since third grade. I did not have my glasses on mm-hmm. and I hear something. So I look out the window in my bedroom and this mm-hmm. had to be like in the middle of the night. And with my glass without glasses on, it was blurry. But I saw something really like creepy, weirdly running on the sidewalk. Yeah. But it was bizarre how it was moving. Mm-mm. I really wish I had my glasses on. No. So, so things like that. I'm like, did I make it up? Was it a dream or did it really happen? But I know that looking out the window, seeing whatever that was, like run, crawling, whatever.
0: Like, uh
1: things, ugh.
0: I hate that.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, what is out here running like that in the middle of the night? Mm-mm. But as a kid, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then there's a back to sleep.
0: uh huh I think I think we do see a lot of when we're kids.
1: Kids are more susceptible. Like you watch babies, like when they're playing or whatever, they're like look around, like look up and look around the room and start laughing. Yep. Like my friend had her baby and she's like, Yeah, sometimes my baby's just laughing, looking up, and she's like, I'm not turning around to see what's behind me.
0: Sometimes you just know not to. I hate that. Wait, I'm trying to find this because I, I I was listening to our old podcast and I was like, oh yeah, I've always forgot to talk about this.
1: What?
0: My, my whole life, my dad grew up like talking about like whenever I would have like a really scary dream, it was always a woman in the dream and she was always trying to hurt me. And I remember the first time I told my parents about this and my dad was like, you had the hag dream. Ugh. And I was like, what? And he was like, I call her the hag like she appears as like people I know but then she like tries to kill me and she's like evil and she's like in your dreams and I was like
1: yeah your dad said that mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah I mean like he knew I was just very I always like I had like the craziest dreams like I think I cried because like I had this one dream where I was with my mom and I was like I was like mom am I awake and she was like yes honey you're awake which, like, really fucked me up as a kid. Because, like, it was hard then to distinguish dreams from reality. That's like, what I
1: mean. It's hard. Mm. Did I make it up? Did exactly. I dream it? Did it really happen? Right. Yeah.
0: So I was so sure I was, like, awake. And then I think she tried to kill me like mom did. And I, like, freaked out. And dad was like, that's a hag dream. Like, she, like, comes as people as you love. Um. Anyway, then... <clears throat> I started getting into fairies, and we moved into that super haunted house in Ohio—the one that my dad did shiver and be like, oh, "Something dead died here. here, yeah, here." Yeah. And I, I just, I, I had this dream, and this is why I think this is black anise, which I'll talk about in a moment. So, and it's so interesting how this happened. Whatever. So, I had this dream, and I had this like stuffed we're speaking about toys right yeah i had this like stuffed lion and i i took it to like show and tell at my school and like when no one looked the, the lion would like come alive and like start clawing at me and like trying to kill me and i'd be like screaming and then everyone would like turn back and look and like the lion like went back to being a stuffed animal and i was like crying and i was like oh my god like it's trying to kill me and they're like you did that yourself you scratched yourself you're just trying to look for attention. I'm like, no, I mean, this thing's, like, really trying to fucking kill me. So, like, the whole dream, and I don't know why I kept that motherfucking thing, but it, it just, it kept coming alive when no one was looking and, like, getting closer. And, like, finally, I think I, like, threw it up in a tree or something, but it was just so creepy. I, like, woke up. I had scratches all over my body, and this is, like, after being so haunted in that fucking room. That room was so eerie because, like... I could feel a, a presence on the ceiling watching me. Nope. It would swoop down and nope. like I would have a cold spot on my back. I'd wake up with bruises, scratches all over me. It was fucked. Anyway, so when I was older, I got a book called The Encyclopedia of Fairies by my Uncle Tim. And, you know, my family had been talking about like the hag, the hag, the hag, like my whole entire life, like hag dreams. So I looked up the hag. And Black Anna's popped up. And so Black Annas, also known as Black Agnes or Black Anna, is a boogeyman figure in English folklore. She is imagined as a blue-faced hag with iron claws and a taste for human flesh. She is said to haunt the countryside living in a cave. She is said to venture out at night looking for unsuspecting children and lambs to eat, then tanning their skins by hanging them on a tree before wearing them around her waist. She would reach inside houses to snatch people. Legend, legend has it that she used her iron claws to dig her cave out of the side of a sand, sandstone cliff, making herself a home there, which is known as Black Annis's Bower Clothes. The legend led to parents warning their children that black anise would get them if they did not behave. She was also known to hide in the branches of her oak tree, waiting to leap upon unsuspecting prey. Other traditions stated that when she ground her teeth, people could hear her, giving them time to bolt their doors and keep away from their windows. It is said that cottages were purposely built with small windows so that black anise could only get a single arm inside. When she howled, she could be heard five miles away. And then the cottagers would fasten skins across the window and place protective herbs above it to keep themselves safe. And like, I looked more into like hag figures. And there are all these like hags in folklore that are like succubuses. And like, they like sit on your stomach and squeeze your belly. So you have nightmares. And one of them had like a bobcat as like, her mascot and like cats and I was like ah fuck so it was really weird connecting those dots of like succubus and nightmares and like things trying to eat you and claw at you and I was like I don't like this but the fae have always been around in my life yeah good and bad so what are you, talking you know about? you can hear a lion's roar up to five miles that is so eerie five miles you can hear a lion roar Oof. my lion's I mean, I'm a lioness, but I don't want really to come across an actual lion.
1: What was it in the conjuring, though? She was literally, like, feeding off of her, and that's how like, was giving her those weird bruises. Do you remember that?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What
1: um,
0: – do you remember, like, what who what she was or who she was? She was that witch. Was it? That Sheba?
1: I don't remember. I just
0: watched it recently. Yeah, she was the witch, and she – she hid – when Lorraine was around
1: so yeah, that even Lorraine couldn't right.
0: see why she was getting all these bruises and everyone just thought like oh you're like anemic which yeah. is disturbing because i wake up with bruises all the time and then i've been told i'm anemic right same
1: yeah I got this nasty one on my leg yeah. which i don't know how i got but it's fine
0: it's that movie really scared me but yeah she basically like attached onto her and like latched onto her right and she was like Feeding like mm-hmm. off of her, she was. And remember, and then she eventually like went inside of her. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that's what it made me think of. That's
0: scary. We talked about hag. Oh my god, the movie's creepy. That movie scared the fucking shit out of me.
1: Did we see it? Did we see it together? I think so. I think we did. That movie's creepy.
0: We just went on like a horror movie like binge-a-thon.
1: But was it The Conjuring that we slept in the same bed?
0: I think so. It was either The Conjuring one or The Conjuring 2, I think. Or it might have been Insidious, because Insidious is fucking scary as shit, too.
1: I don't know. I want to say it was, like, something like The Conjuring. Where we yeah, just like... it might
0: have been The Conjuring, because I think I did watch it with you.
1: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we watched horror movies in my sitting area. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was, like, stuff was, like, happening to me. Stuff was happening to you. And mm-hmm. you texted me, like, I'm coming upstairs and sleeping in your bed. Yeah. I was, like, do
0: it. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. Oh, tonight's gonna be
1: rough i'll keep my phone on if you have to yeah you know i'm I'll gonna keep a new
0: girl on i'm gonna ask theo to just leave me alone but like
1: in our defense though like my house is what year did i say it was made 18 like really or something yeah so early 1800s mm-hmm. the house is humongous
0: Yeah, it's so two girls
1: living in this humongous house, Mm -hmm. this old house. Creepy stuff happens all the time. So we do get scared from time to time.
0: I hate when Clay and Shannon aren't there and I'm literally alone by myself in that huge house.
1: I know. know, I've been by myself in that house too.
0: Sometimes creepy. It's so creepy. So sometimes I come home and like Clay and Shannon aren't there and like I only do laundry on Fridays. That's my day to do laundry. Yeah. And I'll look and the basement light is on. I don't go into the basement except on Fridays, and sometimes it's just on, and they are not there, and they have not been there.
1: That basement is just creepy to I begin with. I think we talked about basement. this how my mom would never want to go down there as a child because it creeped her out.
0: I've staged it before, but there's no fucking way I'm going down there by myself anymore. No fucking way. Every, Every time, time I go, I'm to afraid someone's gonna push me. I'll go in the day, but at night, it, but I even if I go in the day, I'm like laundry so. I'm out and I fucking run. I am because so that basement shit.
1: is so big. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look big because it's cluttered, but it it it's goes far so back into big. the abyss. if you don't yeah. know what's back there. And then you go around the corner. And my dad has like the locked up like tools and that little area with all the mirrors mm-hmm. blah, hanging around. Like that, they're like old mirrors that used to be on the house. That they're just like, yeah,
0: I'll you like know it. what I mean. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. And then the no. cellar doors, right? There. I just.
1: Yeah, that, our basement's creepy. And like mm-hmm. I said, on our Patreon, we'll do a tour of the house. I think we should.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so. It's, a, it's a very... Uh, yeah, I remember when before you lived there and I had, like, other roommates and they would be gone. I'd be, like, the whole house to myself. Like, I would sleep with
0: every light on. Because hey, it's just so do. big
1: for one person. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy I've gotten into my spiritual practice. But, God, bam, I see and hear so much now. It's fucking terrifying. It's... I mean... I mean, imagine being by yourself in bed and you hear, like, pounding from inside the wall. That's fucking terrifying. That
1: is terrifying. I saw how terrified you were. Yeah,
0: that was, like, conjuring shit right there. That's exactly what I thought of. I thought of the... Yeah, yeah, it made the, you
1: think of the clapping the images, from the conjuring.
0: Yeah, the images that flash in my mind were the... The hands coming out. Mm-hmm. And they were then, all, like, um, pale
1: and stuff in yeah. the movie.
0: Yes. And then the other thing that popped to my mind was the last Conjuring movie, which was shit, except for, like... Yeah, you know there was like a few scenes with like the little boy when the little boy was first being possessed which were real freaky
1: i don't remember Ugh. i do we see it in theaters together no no i don't think we did actually no
0: i watched it with uh somebody else and um yeah it was okay it was okay um yeah but there's like there's like that guy and he's like, I oh, leave him alone. Like, I can t- take me instead, you know, like the the older guy. So he takes the demon from the kid. I thought of that. ow I said, be yeah, careful, see you. Better not fuck with me. That's <laughs> what happens when you got a open aura, I guess. Yeah, I also notice
1: like when I go over there and you're not there, you leave like music on.
0: For that little bubby right there, yeah. Okay,
1: I didn't know if it was like, I used to leave the TV on for my dogs.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just want him to be like, you know. They say like do- or classical music or like TV does help them.
0: Yeah, bubby. Oh, hi, Bunny. <laughs> yes, you too. Okay. So, yes, that's why I usually, but I mean, it doesn't hurt.
1: No. It's
0: when I come home and there's music, you know? It feels like lighter.
1: Yeah, like when I go over there and you're not there. Yeah. Like all the lights are on and yep. then like the music's playing. Yep. Then every time I go to like my bedroom area, Grim follows me in there and
0: hangs out. I tell you this, that, I mean, I've never seen this dog scared, but he fucking jumped in the air and ran out of the hallway the other night. That was last night, actually.
1: I don't like hallways, so mm-hmm. there must be something about that hallway.
0: But he's usually always in there, which is so weird. He loves to be in that hallway, but something scared him out of it. It was real creepy, and I, that was when I was doing the LBRP and someone was throwing a tantrum. So Patreon, yeah, just gotta check Patreon. I think that wraps us up. I'm sorry I didn't go more into Robert the Doll, but. I figured Annabelle. I thought you did like, a
1: good job on that.
0: Yeah. I mean you just like, go and you just like go into it though. You like you like dig in.
1: Well, I feel like Annabelle has more of a backstory because she, with the Warrens, really I feel like you had to bring the Warrens in. So everyone's like, Who's the Warrens? So it's like for people that don't know anything about Annabelle.
0: <laughs>
1: and the Warrens are cool. I think the Warrens are like fascinating people, especially Lorraine Warren.
0: I just got like a weird thought in my head. We can cut this out if you want to. What? If there are any like psychics out there that listen to this show, tell us what you think of about wolves and panthers and synchronicities.
1: Just curious. Ooh. And we got an email about synchronicities, which we'll read like later. Mm -hmm. Um, We have two
0: emails to read next week so
1: far. Yeah. Ooh, that's Mm -hmm. a good one. I'll keep that in
0: okay sweet it just popped in my head so when stuff like that happens sometimes i think it's like a download from the universe
1: okay yeah like you you just like
0: receive information yeah okay so
1: now i'm gonna keep it in
0: all right sweet
1: all right well this was a fun episode i think with the creepy wind outside and the door opening and shutting
0: i'm so afraid
1: I just didn't want to go and like open the door and shut it myself because if I do, all the dogs would have gone like insane. Oh, I'm yeah. Trying no, to hold I totally four it. dogs back.
0: No, I I'm be a-
1: impossible. So that's why if you hear a door shutting and like slamming and opening, it's because,
0: yeah. <laughs> I am scared of going home, but. I'm just going to put New Girl on and write for a little bit and probably eat a bunch of popcorn.
1: No, I might eat chips tonight. Well, you're welcome to stay the night.
0: Thanks, though. I'm going to try. I'm not letting anyone run me out of my goddamn house. Unless it becomes like The Conjuring, in which case I will run out of the fucking house. Okay.
1: i have my phone on me. If I don't answer, just literally come over.
0: Aren't you, like, so glad that we live in an age where we have cell phones? Like, can you... Can you imagine, like, how scary it would be if you were, like, all alone and, like, you can't, like, text or, like, go on, like, TikTok no, or something? No, especially if you, like, live out in the country and, like, you're by yourself. Fuck that. Fuck that. Never. I never want to live in the country. Like, I think no. the
1: scariest quote in horror television um, is, in space, no one can hear you scream. I hate that. And from Aliens.
0: I hate that. I always
1: think about that quote, no one can hear you scream. I don't think I've ever seen Aliens.
0: I'm rolling my eyes. That's a Gordon Weaver. I know, I know. My last ex, like, was always trying to get me to watch it.
1: And then I the part when, like, the alien are. comes out the chest, like, you know that part. I feel like, everyone knows that part. Yeah. Um. So the film, the crew didn't know, like, what was going to happen.
0: Oh, my God. So, like,
1: their actual faces are like the real reaction of oh, fear yeah. because they didn't knew that they didn't know that was gonna happen. Yeah, go he watch won't. Robert. Yeah, go watch the Annabelle. Uh huh. Go watch the Conjuring. Go watch our Patreon. Go watch Patreon if you want to learn about uh, some. Whew, if you want to learn about Theo, yeah, possibly demonic. Who knows? You have to sexy, listen.
0: Sexy demon boy.
1: Sexy demon boy. <laughs> <laughs> SDB. <laughs> so you have to get on patreon to learn that uh but the past life regression is free open to everyone who has who's not on it Mm -hmm. but can see it uh, because we got that from a listener and i will send the link to them through the email as well so they definitely see that yay
0: that was cool as always, guys, um, if you're not following us on Instagram, why? We post tons of content. It's bitches don't frudge podcast. We also sometimes ask for anonymous confessions or anything like that. So, I yeah. had a lot of crushes. You did. I didn't I was have like that. how do did these have people have all many. these crushes on me? Oh my gosh! I love it. I didn't have that many crushes. I want some more. Put on some cool. I have a crush on you. I have a crush on you. Um, So sometimes we do anonymous confessions, or we just do like funny stuff. We post silly stuff on there. We also have a. We really gotta get on our Facebook. I need to fuck with the Facebook. I. That's all you. That's all. you. I'm gonna mess with it. I might create like a Facebook group for all of us to join and talk together. Everybody, we'll have like a little group. Maybe I'll I'll fix it up this weekend. So our Facebook is B. just, just look, Bitches Don't Brunch, and it might come up. Or just put B star. We'll it, it'll, it'll figure it out. Anyway, we have pay, and we have, obviously, our Patreon, Bitches yeah. Don't Brunch. We have a lot of content on there.
1: Yeah, like and, I said, like mini-episodes, pretty much.
0: We do a mini-episode every week on there. Yeah. So.
1: And Liz said you're probably going to post some, like. Sexy poetry. Yeah. I'm
0: going to do some of that, too. I miss doing those, actually
1: well patreon you heard it get on patreon patreon help support your girls because you love
0: us so Mm -hmm. much we also have a youtube it's bitches don't brunch podcast we have a tiktok bitches don't brunch podcast we have an email we love getting emails from you guys be don't brunch podcast gmail.com we have a couple more emails to read next week so stay tuned I think that's it. We have a support button if you guys want to support us and you don't want to be a Patreon member, which why wouldn't you? But, okay.
1: You could do both. The support buttons get a little lonely.
0: Yeah. I (laughs) mean... Calling everyone out. It's fine. Do what you do. Yeah, why aren't you following us on Patreon, guys? Fuck. (laughs) We're funny as fuck and we post stuff all the time. (laughs) All right. Well... That'll wrap us up, guys. So we'll see you next week. Same time. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.